I like to imagine that Jeremy doesn't even edit the episodes. He just like ships them live. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, all across the world. This is StatCheck episode 78, Catan Nerf This, and I am Innes, and I am joined by Jeremy, Nathan, and Anthony for this wonderful, wonderful post-data slate episode of Warhammer, where we at least know how much the meta is going to suck or be amazing for the next three months, rather than being continually confused. How is everybody getting on? Jeremy, would you like to start us off? Uh, feeling better than last week. Last week I was... Uh... Suffering from a bit of post-tournament blahs, but today I'm feeling pretty well. Been painting up my sisters, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Getting ready for to run a GT this weekend, so I get to watch everyone else suffer while I just, you know, watch. How about you, Anthony? I have played or participated in 24 games of Warhammer 40k since the data slate. <laughs> I am tired. So you've averaged an RTT a day. Yeah. Something like that. I think the average when I actually looked was like 2.8 or something like that, or like 2 point something. Yeah, not happy about it. <laughs> At least you're That's learning a lot for Pyra. I am learning just a shit ton for Pyra. I like, I literally just said this when we were in the pre show, but I was like, I've played so much 40k in the last like week and some change that I feel like I'm ready for the next data slate. You've probably played or watched more games than the average 40k player will deal with over the next three oh, months. Dur so. During the during this data slate window, yeah, that is that is certainly true. Um, well, will it be more or less events that Necrons will win this data slate window? Let's oh, stay tuned to find out more. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about all that, sir. Um, yeah, I got to do the emotional roller coaster of Drakari, which I'm sure we can talk about later after the stats. Um, we should do the stats about them and then my findings on from actually playing them after um because one of them is positive and one of them is sad uh and their stats were pretty good this weekend um so uh they're definitely i mean like things are okay if you just if you play teams things are pretty good actually i would say like things are all right you know um you know some armies and things got hit more than they deserved some got hit not enough some like either should have been hit more. Why do you have to kick him while he's down? Why? Are you still winning half your games? <laughs> I don't know. I can't even tell anymore. I don't I don't know who wins at the end of my game. I lose all of them. That's what I know. Every time I finish one, I'm like, ah, <laughs> fall asleep. Um no, like I, I don't know. Like, but in teams you could still take like 14 factions, and that's pretty cool. So teams is a pretty good spot. I think the meta is probably like you know. I would hesitate to call it better in teams, but different at least. It's different side grade. It's not the exact downgrade like I think it is in singles. So we got that going for us. Um, but yeah, things are pretty good. I don't know. We're playing some more Warhammer this weekend. Play some in-person Warhammer this weekend. I think uh, so. That's cool. Um, not like an event or anything. I'm just going to Rogue State. But yeah, things are uh, things are going pretty good. Nathan. Uh. Things are all right. I've played more 40k since this last data slate than I had in like the past couple of months before that, basically, already, which is kind of nice. I don't know. I feel like list design for me, at least, is like a person who doesn't do it for teams and doesn't do it 
as much as everybody else does it. It feels very open right now from a list design perspective. So like I sit down and I look at lists and I feel like there's like a lot of possibilities and that's going to narrow down very quickly. But I got to play a game into Necrons for the first time since their codex came out, basically. Um, and I watched a whole Imperial Guard army take three wounds off of a Void Dragon and I was like, Lord, why? Jeremy got to watch me do that because I was on TTS and Jeremy was hanging out in the room while I rolled those dice. <laughs> And I was a very sad man. <laughs> I I got so tunnel visioned that I ended up spending like the whole next shooting phase also shooting it just to kill it, which was the mistake that I made. Like the biggest mistake is I just got so focused on murdering the Void Dragon. Um, although highlight of that game was a tank commander running over the Nightbringer in tank shock. <laughs> Doing three mortal wounds to him and no feel no pains being made. Perfect. Perfection. Um, other than that, I've been tooling around with a bunch of different armies because I'm thinking about what to take to a non-serious event, which is the Adepticon teams thing where it's basically just doubles. So four people each take a thousand points and they swap you around loosey-goosey across rounds so that you play with everybody else on your team and to everybody else on the other team, essentially. Teams over the course of the event. So, yeah, that's kind of it. Playing Eldar into Custodes this weekend, I think. And then, yeah. Things are fine. My tie slowly breaks my bones. That's about it. I start when I get back from Pyra. Demolisher into Void Dragon, one damage. Random Stubber, one damage. The Stubber did more damage than all the Demolisher cannons did. The (laughs) The heavy Stubber took the last three wounds off of him in rapid fire. It was like three wounds, three failed saves, three failed feel no pains, and the Void Dragon died. And I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They just do that sometimes. I, uh... Yeah, I start. Uh, I'm probably gonna start training again once I get back from Pyra, so that'll be fun. nice. Yeah, just you know. Do you have any advice I mean, for me as the older, wiser man, Nathan? Just, I wasn't. I'm. I think people don't realize like how much cardio, and I had forgotten how much cardio was involved in doing martial arts training. Still, yeah. like I got to the thing this morning, and they were like, "So we're gonna run," and I was like, "Uh oh." Yeah. And then uh, we ran like and switched drills that we were doing every three minutes through nice. like, you know, basically a Muay Thai round and did that for like 15 minutes. And I, at the end of it, I was like, oh, oh, no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of it was just basically that, but continued until my old man body was like, I definitely didn't focus on cardio enough for this. All right. Um, well, so, yeah, we'll do some cardio before then, I guess. And yeah, that's about it. You can make him run around the rose bushes of Pyra. <laughs> you can talk about. I'm, I'll I'll just send you guys drills to do during Pyra. Apparently, they, just they, high knee around the tables for five minutes, guys. Yeah, just go through them. I hear that's a, that's the dumb thing. Yeah, we'll see how it all goes. I'm just gonna pay Dom to teach me jujitsu. That's gonna be my real long con. He's done it forever. Nice. I mean, other than I've been planning WTC stuff, like flights and things, and probably gonna go to Scotland and eat fried food the same thing that I eat in the midwest but more of it in it's scotland, so much apparently. it's so much better it's not even <laughs> but comparing them is disrespectful to like scotland as a whole it's not even almost the same thing we'll get you on the dragon soup that's the main one. Oh no <laughs> sure you need the <laughs> you need the like leave the u.s at 10 p.m don't sleep on the plane don't sleep on the tram first thing you have at 11 a.m dragon soup that's that's how you start a day in scotland bro mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna fly into Glasgow too instead of I think into Edinburgh and just do that that way. I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing my life anymore. Yeah, Look, that's it. We'll, I'm gonna we'll keep delaying. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep delaying talking about stats as long as possible because I don't want to talk about them all this week. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh, how you've offended Brian, both, both of the chat. Scottish players in our chat, Ben McYurick and Brian Seep, who have said who are, who are native Minnesotans. Yeah. I am a native Minnesotan, you dink. That makes it so much better. Brian, Brian's from Maryland, not Minnesota. Yeah, I, I start with Brian's, M's. It's the same thing. Holy shit, Brian's Adam. I'm more Hi, offended Adam. that I haven't told Brian that I'm going to Scotland, I think, is technically what Brian's offended. Hey, Adam. Good <laughs> to see you, you're Jack. going to Glasgow, not Edinburgh. Yeah, that's oh, I would I mean, be, too. It's, it's three hundred dollars cheaper to fly into Glasgow for some reason than Edinburgh. I don't, and they're Into like where, ninety sorry? minutes apart by train. What? Where are you flying to? Sorry, Glasgow. It's not how you were pronouncing it a second ago. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> the Minnesota. It's okay. It's oh, Glasgow. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna go to Glasgow. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. Get anything Glasgow, mate. And yeah. then afterwards, we're gonna go to that Edinburgh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Edinburgh go brag. Yeah, Edinburgh go brag. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ines, how was your weekend day? Eh? Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Um, I went down to Coventry for the ITT. Uh, played with Team Extinguish, who failed to who discovered that we were extremely flammable uh, as we lost to Ignite in the finals. But got all the way there, which was pretty fun. Uh, managed to have a really cool game with uh, Liam VSL again on his back on his bullshit Eldar MSU stuff. Just. I don't understand how I killed five units a turn and there were still 15 units on the board at the end of the game. Yeah, but... Eldari has too much shit. No, no, yeah. I, I tried to rush him, Anthony. That was the problem. I tried to Foolish. use his power against him. Idiot. <laughs> you tried to wield his powers. Failed. I was like, oh, I'll just charge his warp spiders with my scouts on turn one. Uh, and then with like Oath of Moment, a scout squad and a, a scout squad of melee and a warwind, I killed like four of them. And then that one dude just like stood on an objective the entire game. And I'm like, I like this. <laughs> Sounds like what warp spiders do. Yeah. You killed four of them. And that X arc or one of them, whoever's left, just does same it. Every... The average squad. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. like 12 shots. All the scouts are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but no, it was a super interesting event. It was really cool to work with, um, like Josh Roberts and uh, Tony Chu from Team England and a bunch of those people. I uh, got to see, like, we had uh, Team Scotland down there and they managed to go, or like, there's like five of the guys from Team Scotland down there playing for the local club and they managed to go uh, three and two. I think they lost to Vanguard and Warmasters, which not the worst, not the worst set of teams to lose to. Yeah, uh, it was really good. I stayed with Nas, he's a terrible roommate. Um, don't, uh, <laughs> I, I said you're nice to lose. sleep with at least. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been accused of that one before. Cuddly um, <laughs> was fine. Um, Innes has been wrong-footed by vague compliments. Is now <laughs> staggering around, no, unsure what when, to do when, with himself. When Innes and I stayed together, he ref he didn't tell me that I looked like a corpse. That was pretty funny. There was one day where I just like looked in the mirror and I was like, "Wow, I look awful." And he was like, "Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it, but." It's not good at World at a WCW because it was like post surgery, you know, painkiller dump. I was like, I looked in the mirror. I was like, I literally look dead. Why didn't you tell me? And he was like, Yeah, it's fine. You always look like, <laughs> Just that. like what are you gonna do? Not look tired? <laughs> you back to bed now? Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm not his dad. He was to, like date. The favorite thing I've ever had said about me on stream was, "What well, isn't even me playing a game? It was me walking past Joe from War Games Live at LGT, and he goes, "Oh man, I just saw Anthony Vanilla, and he looks like a corpse." Dead. 
dead quote. Like we hadn't interacted yet. He just told the stream and then went back to what he was doing. And I was like, anyway, I love Joe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, it was cool. I got to put Black Temple's Iron Storm. My list basically doesn't change with the nerfs. It's really, really broken. It's great fun. Crusader um, squads unit? are hilarious. I, yeah, cool, man. That'll change all the people I tabled from getting tabled in four turns to four and a half. <laughs> that that Predator really was making all of the difference was when the Reapers tabled you. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was um, just like on the very brief note. Uh, OC is really good. I don't know why nobody ever, like, not, nobody over the course of like... Basically, the prep time for WTC, I spent a bit of time playing Death Watch, and I had, like, OC2 Death Watch veterans, but because they were so fragile, you never saw them on objectives. They just, like, never did that. And then since then, I've not played a battle line unit other than, like, the one GT I played uh, Thousand Sons out to test them. So I kind of, like, didn't know what it was like to just, like, take objectives off people by just, like, putting models there. That was something people did to me. Why did nobody just, like, at any point just be like, hey, NSO, you consider just, like, a squad of intercessors? Um, and, you know... It probably would have improved a bunch of my list recently. So, nah. Go and go to sit there. Uh, and yes, nah. So, five Reapers invalid. I definitely did not write up a six on a Reaper list that I might consider trying sometime. Three Black Tampons ones, three regular ones. I realized that afterwards and went, oh, God. Are you allowed to take the Black Templars and the basic ones? Yes. Yep. You're not allowed to take the basic ones if you play Righteous Crusaders. And that's the that's outside of seems, that, you're allowed to use them, whatever, which is what has made Black Town Iron like Storm so loophole. great because you pay five points for a multi melter. Yeah, and that makes really and the like Crusaders and all that other Not the main hole, just putting that out there. Uh, yeah, do we want to so, talk about stats then? I don't know, man. Go for Drukari it. Jukari went undefeated in a pre slate event. Let's highlight that. Sure. And was then Jukari won an event post slate. Was it Scary in the pre-slate no. or the post-slate one? Okay, then... No, Scary was in RTT this weekend. All right. Yeah, Scary right, was beating about... up on... Uh, <laughs> it was beating up on the locals. We're just going to go through only post-slate numbers because I don't care about your pre-slate numbers. Sorry, folks. There were four GT-sized events that we tracked for the purposes of this. So that's 25-plus person, 5-plus round events. That's how you qualify for getting put in the stats. In case people have forgotten, um, the top... Performing faction by win rate was Chaos Knights with a 64% win rate. Uh, I don't know. Necrons at a 62.7, which they also won one of the four events. I think it was just one of the four events post-slate. Adeptus Mechanicus at a 60, Drukari at a 60, and then Leagues of Botan at a 60. Um, nobody should take these numbers seriously at all at this exact moment. Ah. Uh, <laughs> A lot of these factions, as we get more numbers over like the next two weeks, there's only four events. I'm sorry, folks, you can't make huge or even no, you need solid to make sweeping. Nathan, draw meaningful conclusion from that day. Uh, make some sweeping right. statements. I want you to pick three things to the, just like commit as being hard facts, regardless of the data right now. The only thing that I'm going to commit to is that Necrons are broken. Uh, they had the most games of the weekend you don't have the data. by what far. Do you... I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because nothing changed between pre and post late for Necrons. I can make this conclusion. <laughs> you could have just made up Nathan. Nathan, I want, I want your three predictions for the meta game right. based on the stats we have. The aren't Necrons are broken because come on, man, chill. Sure. All right. Uh, Sky, Plint Sky Splinter is only gonna last until people realize that Drukari stuff dies immediately to a one dedicated Reaper tank. 
Um, I played that into Blood Angels over the weekend, and I watched three squads of Scourge unable to pick up a single, like even one across five turns, 15 Scourge with Dark Lances did eight damage to a Land Raider. On I, one uh, shot. One well, shot. Have you, have you tried running an alt-art wheelie part? Chewie's did 15 damage to boxes. So yeah, I had a game. Cool. He he took all of the luck, apparently. Yeah, I had a game uh, against CK it. where my Scourges missed with all their shots and didn't cycle all their pain tokens. And then I was down to one pain token in the fight phase. And the thing I was shooting at was a three health war dog. And I was like, well, one of these charges sucks awful dicks now i guess okay <laughs> um the the other thing that i wanted to say is like those combat units are definitely very vulnerable to dice just going wrong um <laughs> i watched 10 incubi hit a blood angel unit kill five marines and then just all go away <laughs> yep yep um i then watched lilith kill a whole squad by herself basically yeah she that, she will do that. Yo, she, Lilith, Lilith. I triggered no games. I triggered her twelve attacks ability, and her and her five ablative wounds burned through a like whole ten man unit by themselves. And I was like, neat. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do drug. love, by the way, that those five witches that you attached to her are just ablative wounds because they suck so much without her. Yo, they're not. Oh, they're without, her, with, without, without her, without her, her. yeah, without her, they're bad. With they're, her, they're okay. They're all right. They, you know what the problem is? They just don't often get to swing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, usually often, Lilith just, just picks like... up whatever you want to kill. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think that you probably only need like one of those two hammer units. Maybe you take just ten incubi and one large witch unit instead of two twenty incubi. Oh, I've yeah. only been playing with one anything bigger than a five i played man. with i played with all that nonsense because i am uh, i was mad man and i was like i just want to see what i can do with every sky splinter nonsense tool and it didn't work out for me so, i don't want to be, i don't want to be able to win barge the full the yeah the yeah. first <laughs> the first Look, man i was never winning purge the foe anyways those venoms die if you look at them funny Dude, the first time I had to move a raider on WTC terrain, I immediately cut down to one. I was like, <laughs> no. My first list had like two raiders, a couple ravagers. I was like, fuck all this shit. And threw it all out. I was like, get six venoms, on. one raider, nothing else. Yeah. No, not even, up, not, yeah that, that's even too many venoms. Talos are unusable on WTC. Like, and most oh, of the Let's not just, get that crazy. Dude, Talos are bad on WTC terrain. For a bunch of reasons, but the primary one is moving them around. <laughs> they might be good on GW terrain, right? They, yeah, they're, they're 80 points. Dude, Talos are probably good on GW terrain because events that use GW terrain typically have a lower caliber of players, so you will be fine as compared to events that use WTC <laughs> oh, <damn>. terrain. <laughs> um, all right. Fire, the, the only other thing that I learned about that was that the Archon can still do funny shit sometimes. Like a Land Raider yeah. Redeemer opened fire with all of its guns at an Archon, and he had one wound left at the end of that shooting phase. And he was just like, it's cool if I just make every two-up invulnerable save, right? I tagged uh, Lucas's Knight Lancer for three straight turns with an Archon. <laughs> That's what they're good for. They're not good in combat, really. <laughs> but they can just live if you don't roll one. You um, just fucking dodging and weaving, bro. Just getting out of the way. Suddenly grenades. There's no grenades in Chaos Knights, and he passed his battle shocks. 
And I think the stats that are like high performing are going to be just be like some dedicated people who play the faction and nobody's ever played Drukari before and they're really confused about all of a sudden. Oh, there's going to be a lot of that. 70 oh, transports full of murder things inside of it. Um, I think there's going to be a funny cascade of like one bad army that people think is really good getting popular and then Drukari being really good at beating that army. So people are going to like lose their minds. And then it's going to just all, it's going to be like the bad chase and the bad in a race to the bottom until they play against the one Eldar player who didn't get the memo about spinners and tables and both. Mm -hmm. So I was definitely doing the math about night spinners into Venoms and I was like, yeah, it's just like those Venoms are just gone. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> it sucks. they have T6. Why do, they, why do they only it's, have T6? I don't know, man. It's real funny. Pay. What do you expect? Dude, I can't afford the good stuff. Dude, I played that game once. And I had four Venoms get popped by, like, random elf shit. And then the spider shot and killed everyone except one squad who moved and died in Overwatch. And I was like, all right, well, I guess that's what that game looks like. Yeah, Jeremy, if you were playing um, Voltan into Drakari, how many how many Venoms do you think your bike should kill on the turn? Like, you've got a six-man. Oh, it's so bad. We were talking <laughs> okay, about that so the if, other if day. I had, if I had a six-man bike unit... That would mean that I had the searchlight, which means I have plus one to hit stealth. So yep. I'm going to be hitting them on threes still, because they don't have access to lightning fast in um, in Sky Splinter. Um, so I'll be hitting them on threes, winning them on twos, maybe threes if they don't have if they don't have a second token. Let's say they're all tokened. Everything you need to. Yeah. Okay. Let's say I, I tokened four venoms. I could probably kill three venoms with six bikes. Yeah. Yeah. You would just go maybe. two, 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 sustain strat, and fucking send it, and they would Ooh, all. Die. You could probably the, kill uh, four or five, because right? you could also do sustain strat Plus and eight. for two CP, one of which you'll probably refund. <laughs> like I think people have realized that the army is not a glass cannon, because glass itself is too durable to describe the cannon. Yeah. 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 It's like a cannon. It's a it's, wet it's, paper towel cannon. Yeah, it's even like wet paper towel isn't even right, right? Because like sometimes that like if you get enough of them in one spot, that might slow something down. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Botan bikes probably can punch Venom out. That's I... not an achievement, folks. <laughs> yeah. It has a that's, four that's... up save and a six Yo, the fuck... I mean, that is 12 dream. attacks. Yo, so... the, fu the fucked up bit about a bike unit punching out of Venom is they might also six inch screen it so all the shit inside dies because the bases are so big. <laughs> okay, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Al White has it correct. It's a sand cannon. It's a cannon I, made of sand. Yeah, and the ultimately, honestly, the saddest part about Drukhari to me, more than all of this, besides like thinking it was good and then it only being fine. It's fun. It fun. It it's not no. It's not sad that it's fun. That's a good thing. It's sad that because there's so much going on with it, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, if I had just played better, I'd have been fine. But the degree to which you would have to be perfect, and then it wouldn't even matter, is so sad. Because <laughs> you're going to end up chasing this dragon of, like, the one game that you get it right or get it perfect, and then no one dies, and then it's fine. And then you're going to be like, yeah, so this one time I got to beat the shit out of Imperial Fists, or whatever analogy works for the I mean... edition for that. Like, the... Uh, it's just... It's so rough. It's so rough. It's so cool. It just doesn't do the thing. So there, there's two things at play here. One... Jakari still kill Marines really, really well. Just with except the for, quickness. Except for Land Raiders. Dude, if some CSM player shows up to your shop and didn't get the memo that that army's only okay now, you're going to get to stunt on that nerd with Jakari. <laughs> Watching 10 Incubi with an Archon and a Pain Token go into 10 Chosen? Whoop! Yeah, everybody <laughs> out of here. Just just be gone. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, the other thing is, though, 
and this is, I think, one of the big things is that while like the you know it's, it's a newer playstyle for for Drakari, but it's an older playstyle for them. We've been playing against more durable transports for so long so that most armies have the tech, the capacity, the null, and players have the knowledge of how to handle things like activation locking behind transports. That what was an issue in ninth, which was kill the raider, kill the shit inside, isn't an issue now. I think it's actually less that players have adapted to that, more that 10th lets you take, has, like, stupid mechanics in it. Like, indirect is much better than it ever was in 9th, and, like, there's significantly no, no, more 3-inch no. deep strike happening. I, yeah, the 3-inch deep strike. <laughs> but remember, when Drukhari was out, we were we had the old indirect. I remember. I was... I was, which which I was didn't there. have the... <laughs> the speed wall is still worse than anything Night Spinners have ever done to us. Let's That's not, not true. <laughs> Because when Speedball no. was good, like <laughs> City was good, so you were fine. You just had to remember that you could LFR your Raider. I think, like, the biggest thing for me is that all of the invulnerable saves on Drukhari vehicles basically went up to six, and it makes them significantly less likely to skew math in their favor. So, like, less every time you... Less a five up yeah, than a six I was up. I yeah. really yeah. annoyed finding it Serpents had a five up. Didn't like that. <laughs> Yeah, but serpents are also like T ten or something like that. So it's like yeah, serpents, are serpents are serpents are fairly thick. They also have a three up base save. Yep. No, no Eldar, no Drukari vehicle has more than a four probably for its base save. Tunnels uh, have stealth though, which is funny sometimes. Tantals. Vehicle. No tunnels is a four up as well. That's so sad. I was yep. just gonna say the tantalus, but no four up. Mm. But it has a five up invuln, right? Does it matter? If you get to it's, see a tantalus, it's good which die. you usually do, let's be honest. It is Even two if, raiders. If degrees. It's two raiders stapled together. You can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and like at the end of the day, it's probably true that Drukari units just kind of get relegated into Yanari a little bit, unless you just want to play that playstyle that bad. Which like, is fine. The army, it's already won an yeah. event. I think it will continue to win events. I don't think it's going to be a dominant army, though. No, it's a completely reasonable army that you can play if you want to, but it's not the best thing in the game. It is, yeah. I would, I would say it doesn't Which, crack the top ten, but yeah, it's. it's but that all right. feels good. Like this is actually it's a fine. good thing. Yeah, they, they've 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 brought new life into the army. They've brought it back up. They brought it to a point where card players are excited about it. Dude, it's fun. It's uh, to be fair. Let's <laughs> go ahead, Anthony. I, I would, you, I would you hesitate to say that I'm excited about it after playing more than two games with it, but yeah. it is. You're not a Drakari player anymore. Let's not get carried away. I would gladly be a Drakari player if they were an <laughs> army. I'm just not loyal to armies that aren't loyal to me. Um, like I don't know what. Like they're gonna need a codex. I think. Like I don't really know what to do about this because, like, I don't like most of the things that Drakari do are cool and like a bunch of them are fun, but I they need like, they need like fundamental change to game design. That's just not going to happen. Like the three inch deep strike cat is out of the bag. Like people, that's just a thing people be doing now. Some. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's just like some shit that happened. Uh, like that's some shit that happened. It's too late. It's gone. Yeah, that's true. The, the <laughs> other thing is there are too many armies that can cut angles. So you can hide all your venoms and then somebody picks up, three units at the end of your turn that can then drop out in the angles to see all of your venoms and then kill them with all the guns that they just teleported around. Is it late enough for the addition to say that I hate the assault change that means it not be might as well day eight now? Uh, that wouldn't matter anyway. Fucking venoms got I assault. still hate it. Yeah. You, you teleport them. I don't know. 
I just like it does like the I think the things that have changed for tenth mean that like Jukari doesn't get to be that good. <laughs> it's like the short version. Probably not. Yeah. Like I just it's just like the thing like that stuff's just a thing now. And it's like it's okay that that's a thing. Like it's not okay that that's a thing, but that's a different problem. Like it's it is what it is. Like fragile elf body with no mitigating factor is just gonna die. And I don't like Drukari are cheap. Like you get a bunch of elves. It just you lose like table quarters of them at a time. It's just like poof, everybody's dead. And you're like, oh, I gotta get stuff back over there, but Jesus Christ. Drukari are just getting inverse herd the parade. Yeah, dude, I mean, you're getting herded in <laughs> for sure. The prey be hurting you. Yeah. The truth is, Jeremy, is that Drukari players would have been excited if they'd gotten anything in this late. Like the fact, like they were doing so poorly outside of Skari beating up nerds, basically, that Drakari yeah. players would have taken anything and been excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, now again, we'll go over. It's not, it's not like, it's good. Like, it is, I want to be like, yeah. I want to end this on a positive note. Like, the, the changes made to Drakari are good. It's not the fault of the changes to Drakari that Drakari is not good. It is mm -hmm. the rest of the game around the Drukari. Yeah, I think that's what we've been talking about a lot in the Patreon Discord, is that the exist Drukari's changes were all good, brought them up, but they exist in a meta that is just entirely lethal to them. Just so hostile. Yeah, it's just incredibly hostile. So I'm going to pick up the five factions at the bottom of the stats, and then we'll talk about some other stuff at the at, that maybe is more exciting. I don't know. We'll see. At the bottom, the very, very bottom, we have Imperial Knights, who I think only had one player. Yeah, it looks like just maybe one or two had players. had one player who went one and three and then dropped. Yeah, so it's it's That's two players, point. and they have a 25% win rate. I'm sorry, Imperial Knights players. That is a little depressing. Which but it's only two players, be? so it's probably not a big deal. We'll see how it goes. Uh, World Eaters had a 33.3% win rate. Thousand Suns had a 367 um, Astro Militarum had a 37.5, but I believe they won an event post late. I think they were one of the GT sized wins, but that might have been one of the pre slate events that I've got jumbled into my brain. And then Tyranids had a 38.7% win rate to round out the bottom five. Still great. 38.7 per Pittsburgh. I mean, it's, it's got nerfed in the slate, and we're already at like 43. It's got nerfed a bit. I'm not that upset with where it's ended up, but. It wasn't like the best. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing to look at here is like we're still looking at small numbers. These things are probably going to go towards fifty percent a little bit. Um, it's the amount of movement towards fifty percent that will be important. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. about it for stats. We'll get a clearer picture of the meta over the next couple of weeks. The sample size is small. It's only, it's funny to think of it as small sample size when at one point we were making some conclusions off smaller sample sizes, but it's only like uh, 1,200, 1,300 games or something like that. Oh, that's quite I, a few, actually. Less than that. I think it's... No, it's less than that. Actually, I'm looking at the wrong counter. It's 700, it's 700 games. Yeah, I was going to say. That's I awesome. was looking at the thing and thinking it was wins, losses, ties, yeah. but it's actually games played in that column and it's 680. Yeah, keep in mind that that's two for each one, so it's actually only 340 games played. Oh, okay. oh that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's because, actually only around 400. So it's yeah. what? Like 80 players? 70 players? Yeah, it was only four yeah, events. 
like wow. it's not nothing and it gives us some initial there might be a problem here but like i think also we can agree necrons are going to be a problem going forward because they were a problem before the slate and they're getting into that meta representation range. That's probably just a problem. I think they're they're like ten percent last weekend for both combined. And their overrep was above one, fairly substantially, I believe, for that one. Yeah, uh, give me a second, and I'll pull up to you it for them as well. Thank you. Yeah, Necrons are more about this is just a problem that has transitioned from pre to post light, and now all of the predators, as we've talked about before, have kind of been shuffled downwards a little bit. So. That's where we're at with Necrons. You can you can't nerf it, so you just gotta well, live with let's it. Let's just give everybody a chance to bring out their ignore modifiers deck, find out it doesn't matter, and lose to them anyway, and then we can move on. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather have uh have damage plus feel no pain or face caps? Face caps. Me too. Face caps. There's less chance of just getting As in, like I would rather have the rule myself. Oh, or, I meant like, would you rather like if you could trade Satan being like if they could just be phase capped instead of what we currently have? No, I prefer the current version. Okay. Yeah. I like being able to one shot it if I really try. Like, yes, sometimes you just won't because so, of dice. But here's the question: phase caps then imply the existence of that old lovely mechanic of ignore rules that ignore lost wounds. Now you're getting it. <laughs> I was just slowly crawling us there, Jeremy. We're not, we're, we're not going back. Well, how there. much is the Ouroboros chasing its tail? Yeah. I just, uh, I just, you know, the Zerker Glaive just lost a rule. Perhaps it could gain one. Uh -huh. <laughs> back to if me. they bring back the Reaper of Blitterat, you can have it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, what I would actually like to see, if we want to mm -hmm. quickly go into this, I would like to see half damage go away and just be replaced by minus one damage. Yeah, I would also be pretty into that. Half damage is pretty nonsense. Half damage shouldn't be on any character with more than five wounds. Well, and it's also one of these things where half damage and I guess doubling things, but I can't think of anything that actually doubles in the game right now. Half damage plus a five up feel no pain plus regenerating wounds is just excessive. Yeah, it's the like, usual you've layered so many things, except this time they're all on the data sheet. It's not like they're coming from army rolls. Yeah, there's no combos here. Like, it's just, normally, it's all on the sheet. Look, How'd you look, miss this? Look, normally I'm happy to give GW the past, right? Like you could be like, that's very funny. <laughs> but like, you could just be like, you know, oh, they didn't think that you would use like this warlord trait with this relic, with this strap. These are just like, or they're right there. Like you did this. Like yeah. they're just like, you just stepped no. on your. All, I, I would like to see put down, <laughs> moving away from half damage and doing like a flat minus one or minus two. Sure. And the the reason for that, like, makes the tans minus two damage to a minimum of one. Fine. That's. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying if you want to make them durable, do that because it makes the math easier, and it makes players less confused about how the fuck it interacts with Melba. Sure, that makes sense. That, but it's funny to me. I, I, I like making people do a little bit of high school math or uh, preschool math. It's great. It but is that, also funny when the intern just dies to two failed brigand saves. Can you count on your fingers, guys? It, if not, I, I end up doing a lot of that and still getting it wrong. I'm doing my best, but like, I I also would love to see hypercrypt change so that it just doesn't affect Catan at all. Like you can't hypercrypt Catan. I think that's fine. I think you. Sh if we're going to have them have a six-inch movement, but 
it's fake because they can get picked up and then deposited three inches away from somebody. Yeah, but if you deposit it to tan three inches away from somebody, they're not doing much aside from shooting. Their melee is... Well, yeah, they're so fragile that you could see why that play would be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I didn't have any trouble killing them with ignore mods. There's lots of consequences for the Necron player for making a clearly boneheaded move like that. It always goes so badly, you see. Look, Maul likes ignore mods. What can I say? Where's Val getting ignore mods from? Does she have on her data sheet? Might of the Emperor. <laughs> cool. Is that are you just saying that, or is that a stratagem? It's, it's actually a stratagem. This is oh, okay. Have, right? I thought you were just like. <laughs> no, no, no! It is actually Emperor a stratagem. Says, Fuck you! <laughs> That's fair. Eat it. Bojangles <laughs> Don't you dare speak positive about be down any detachments. There's too many of them. I will agree. The prevalence of them is terrifying. When Grey Knights had it as an army rule to begin with, I went, "This could be a problem." Dude, when Grenites had it as an army rule, but the rest of their stats read zero, it was fine. Like, they, when their damage and shit was all zero, no biggie. So I can carry on doing your weird... I now slap. Yeah, they definitely can. Uh, I Did anyone else get, like, sticker shock when they realized that thing was T8? It's the same toughness as a raider? Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why is its toughness so low? To be fair, it was what, like T6 before? I don't fucking know. I just didn't expect it to be 8. <laughs> Maybe nine. I don't know. I don't play this army, so like them being bad is fine with me. But like, I, it was just weird that like look, it's got out. a big dude exposed in the middle of it, so it can't be as tough as a rhino. And a rhino's uh, T9. You know what it is? I think that's actually what happened. Is that like most of the people I play against that use those have the print or whatever that goes over top of it, so it's, it looks like a real dreadnought. So I forget that there's just like a man out there doing the alien fucking combat thing. <laughs> yeah, I think the other thing. It's just the prevalence of three inch deep strikes has gotten a little too high. Like somebody was in a rules writing room and they were like, we need ideas for new special rules that will be in every codex. And somebody shouted three inch deep strike. And one guy was like, please don't do that. And that guy got thrown out a window. Yeah. yeah, Everybody else was like, that guy then had to write the data slate. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. That guy was like, oh, (laughs) I had a real conversation the other day with a player who will go unnamed where I was like, what would you do if they put in scepters up 20 again? And he was like, I would take some other shit out of my list. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that is a powerful energy for a man currently running 15. (laughs) Like, and he was just like, yeah, I guess we're not, we just don't have scouts anymore. I don't know, man. (laughs) Like, so maybe maybe that mechanic doesn't belong on a data sheet and it should be tied to like stratagem usage and even then maybe limited on what it can be applied to. I don't know. I'm just Make saying. Two CP for God's sakes. Well, I cut all my inceptors. Every yeah, single and, one of them. Is all it was definitely list. John. And Ennis is, is afraid of inceptors. Um, Look, 110 point grenade strat is not my favorite way to play. <laughs> if that's how you're using them, I can see why that's bad. <laughs> And yeah, I Aiden brings up a point is you can definitely see when some codexes are maybe written by similarly grouped peoples, perhaps, because like there's a common thread between some of them. So I think that part of the issue there is it's a knock on effect from the templating that they've been using this edition. I think what they actually did is the Necron rules writer beat up the Grey Knights player and stole all his rule ideas because they very clearly were not the same design. It was Trazen designed the Necron book and just went around pilfering ideas from every other book. All right. There were more rules on Saras's data sheet than than the Grey Knight book. (laughs) That's true. That's that's real. 
So here's uh, the question that I have then. Sure. Which of each of the armies were the five Necron detachments stolen from? Hyperphase Crypt was stolen from, or Hyperphase Legion was stolen from. I have I have a question, Jeremy. Hypercrypt Are you Legion. assuming that I've read the, the three that aren't the ones that aren't Awakened Dynasty and Compton Core and Hypercrypt? <laughs> well, there's only two actually after that. They only got five like, in their in their book. Oh, they only got five. So yeah, because the other one is the Destroyer Cult. Yeah, that one got taken from Admech. And then there's the Obiasense <laughs> Phalanx. And that one got taken from what's, <laughs> like what's, one the, what's the Marine one that no one uses? Yes, <laughs> all of them. Anvil Strike Force. There you go. That. I don't actually know what that one does. No. <laughs> you don't even know what it does? You play Marines! What do you mean you don't know what it does? You're the rules guy! What the fuck? <laughs> Anvil gives you heavy on everything, and if you already have heavy and you stay still, it gives you plus one to wound. Okay? No, no, we also have the best announcement in space. They Jeremy have needed a minute for his cogitator it, to get it, there. It's not a faction that's, <laughs> that's like a, worth playing. So I wish we had a soundboard so I could do like a Rolodex flipping noise, like the <laughs> just like <laughs> we don't want a soundboard. I don't need Ennis equipped with that ability. It's Sorry, just, just wait until Eldar get hypercrypt. It's gonna be bad. With I'm not like chasm. Yeah, it's <laughs> three inch I, deep strike on that army would be pretty funny. I right into a fire and fade. Mm-hmm. Three inch deep strike into shadow specter, move into fire and fade. Mm-hmm. What if I had just a movement phase in every phase? Like every phase has fantastic. more movement. Yeah. No. Sure, you had your turn, but what if I had my second turn? <laughs> no, no, they're gonna get a stratagem that allows them to teleport to a falcon. And then they're going to get another stratagem that allows them to charge after they teleport to that Falcon with no range limitation. Mm-hmm. Just And they get more models back as they do it. It'll yeah. be a monolith. Yeah. Look, I just want to see a Wraith Knight 3 keep striking. That's all I really want for Christmas. Because <laughs> they'll forget to put like a thing on it that says like not Wraith units. Sorry, they're gonna they're gonna bring out the, the um they're gonna bring out the Ayan attachment, and it's the, the data sheet rule is gonna be old dev wounds, and that's just gonna be it. <laughs> Man, our our portrait image for the Discord is gonna have to change back to somebody plucking a Wraith Knight box off the shelf. <laughs> it's alright. We'll change it every we'll change it every time we need to. Treat the Falcon like a webway gate. Yeah, but the problem is the webway gate's useless. So, how would you know? Have you read its rules? Yeah, I it's, have. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> he has. Yeah, there you go. It's useless right now. Well, you it's know? also useless if you play WTC because they still haven't allowed fortifications back. Goes through. I I really wanna. I think you could. How much nonsense that's like very frustrating to play against in the game right now? Would you stop with just like the ninth edition rule that was like, hey, after you come on the board, you just gotta stay there. Like you just get uh, a uh, lot of shenanigans. What's yeah? If, if you got to just be like, hey, hey, just enough. Just I don't know how to explain it. how broken the game was in eighth edition when they had that because in in seventh edition before you just couldn't charge or like move after reserves. You were just there, and that was you could like run, but that was it. You that was instead of shooting. And then in eighth edition they were like, we'll introduce deep strike after charging. You can try and roll a nine because uh, it went from random distance, and then it went, to, and then they were like, well, but we'll also print warp time to move units, so you'd have, like, warp talents dropping in nine away, moving 12 and charging stuff, and it was, like, really stupid, so that went away, and, like, the first balance data slate of 8th edition in, like, 2017, you remember the, the you know, seven years ago when they learned this design decision, and then so all, of a, all of a sudden, what did they were just like, how about we didn't we just removed all of our memories of the bad the bad times and got rid of it. It's like if this edition had just come out without Eagles 3 for some reason. And everybody was like, yeah, wow, that was... At the very it- least, I think every single move after coming in or move after actioning thing 
uh, or shooting or whatever precludes you from being able to charge afterwards. So they have to learn even, from like, it. It's all on shooting armies. It doesn't even matter. The first time I watched someone play Thousand Sons with enough Cabal points to double Doombolt and double double move and yeet Magnus 48, I was like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, what is happening? I don't even understand anymore. You were safe watching... from that guy on Hammer. What the fuck just happened? Watching TJ do that to someone on uh, fucking... Yeah, it was on. It was on. It was on Hammer at yeah, uh, the at the Capital Clash against an Eldari player who's like, "So my my Wraith Knight is safe back here," and he just so said, "For now." Apart. You're so far away. Why is that not safe? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was just wild. Like I just like every time. Every time I watch Thousand Suns play, though, to be fair, this might not be a tenth problem. It just feels like Thousand Suns are playing eleventh. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> like, there's just like they're managing seven resources and blowing you up with armor like armorless saves and shit like what's going on no one else does this i've just yeah, figured the out thing what is one that of they the just die they are 25 tactical marines a big red dude and a dream but and yeah. usually a rhino yeah it just depends but like you know that dream is pretty good though like that dream is pretty real if you're uh, vulnerable to it so just don't sell objectives or be in line of sight or not in line of sight I figured out what GW is going to do is they're going to keep it at six fate dice, but they're going to make one of the detachments. You can substitute your opponent's dice for one of your fate dice instead. <laughs> I remember when we heard that early on in the I rumors remember, about, I, about the I, ninth I, codex. I used to make jokes about that all the time. That <laughs> they put, face uh, yeah. was my favorite thing that I've ever seen. Dude, I would play like, Eldar. Wait a second. Dude, no, fuck that. I would, I would play Eldar so fast if you could use fate dice on their role. Are you kidding? That, <laughs> the, um, that should be the Harlequin mechanic the only thing like, <laughs> you failed <laughs> would be isn't, amazing isn't offering your opponent a six the hidden nuts of slanesh thing and yeah, age of sigmar? yeah so in sigmar the way that works is you go to do something usually what it is is you charge a trash unit into their trash unit because you forgot you were playing hidden knights which sucks and they're like would you like to hit on a six and then you don't take it, and then you either take mortal wounds, or you do take it, and you're angry, and you give them their army mechanic, which is rough. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be hilarious as Harlequins if you got to just, if you got like even less fate dice, if you got like four, but you got to be like, and here you go. <laughs> you could swap any role, any yeah. role. You could just yeah. be like, well, here's it, a but one. before you <laughs> see it, oh yeah, sure, whatever, I don't care. But it'd be you have a nine inch charge to make. Here's a two. Yeah, it'd be funny if it was anything, though. Like, that vehicle's about to explode. Here's a six. You know what I mean? Like, just anything would be amazing. That'd I mean, so it's fate. It. Yeah. It would be the the actual humor of Kregorark just coming through. That's what the rule would be called. <laughs> and this is so upset. He's not prepared for Harlequins to have something like this. It's like, why would you speak this into existence? I'm... What are you doing? <laughs> I hope somebody from the GW Rules group like listens to just this bit of audio and is like, yeah, that's amazing. Please listen to the previous and bit first. It in there. Give, it, give it to Alpha Legion. <laughs> Alpha Legion can have that. Fuck Eldar. No, no. no. I don't want Alpha Legion no. to have any nice things. The community is too irresponsible about Alpha Legion jokes, and they annoy me now. No, so, I, I want Alpha Legion to get back the add three to explosion rolls thing. <laughs> that shit was funny. That's fair. That was. You funny. can still run the, it's the Bane Hammer, Bane Sword that has One that? of the Bane Blade chassis has a, on a four plus it detonates automatically if you kill it with it's that cannon. Technically, technically, the Scorpion does too, guys. Yeah, it's not true. real. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, it's a forge gold unit, so it's not real. I need the uh yeah, that would be great. That's just what they should do for the Harlequin detachment. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> you only get six dice. You'll still for get some six. Reason, that, you'll still be allowed to run Fuegan in the Harlequin detachment. So you just guarantee <laughs> yeah. does I mean, yeah, he's like, close. by the way, you failed your invulm. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. The RTT uh, that I played at my local store had such minimal terrain that I'm thinking of just bringing two Bane Blades to the next one, and one is the Bane Sword because it will blow up vehicles on a four up, and its cannon is actually good at killing vehicles. It's a three plus. I'm sure it's a three plus. Dude, I was having so much more fun with 40k when I was playing Harlequins. What am I doing? I should go back. Yeah, but none that. of your opponents were having fun. So that's the ah. that's the point. Yeah, that was the, the point. Dude, that was that. The, that was the house. That was you the Tau Stodis, Merida. It was great when the Bane Sword. Now, though, that, mm. That's what Necro players are doing to you. You're just on the other end. No, that's not true at all. I have a perfectly fine time into Necrons. It's an everybody else problem. Oh, well, stop whinging about it. <laughs> it's only a problem because it prevents me from playing Drakari. That's what makes me sad. Play it anyways. <laughs> No, have you? You you can't even say that. You know, you've been on the other side. Francois messaged me and was like, "I'm gonna go play Jeremy with Jukari, and he's playing Satan." And I was like, "Listen, buddy, that's a mistake." And he was like, "No, I think it'll be all right." And then he got there, and I just got like a line of periods as a response. <laughs> that game was very silly. He killed every single wraith I had except for one. Uh, and then he, we looked at the board. I still had all three satans at full health on the important objectives. It just went, dude. I and he had no incubi left. He had he had his scourge left, but they weren't going to kill me. I have played that game exactly once, and it caused like I think it was like so. There's a rule with Team USA is that we have a quota of psychic damage that has to be inflicted between WTCs in order for us to do well. And it doesn't have to be me that fills the quota. I just want to point out, but somehow it's going to be. It seems to be. Um, and I think I got like most of this year's quota in that one game. Uh, you're forgetting about the Ben's quota that he got in against World Eaters. I was involved in that, I think. Uh, <laughs> Innes is not, not approving <laughs> of this joke. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was not good. <laughs> I'll put it that way. It was definitely something. I got one of the Catan, though. One of the four of them died. So, fucking write that shit down. All I know is I wrote a Blunderdome list for Goonhammer, and I was told that it was, like, too good for Necros immediately. And I was trying I to make it to bad. Advertise that yet, Nathan. Oh, Come on. All right. Whoops. <laughs> My apologies. I got excited. <laughs> too excited. I apologize. All right. Do we have any other random bullshittery about the meta game that we want to talk about? No. Um, let's do our advertisements and then go into questions. That, that, was, the, that was the direction. That was I went and want another team event. <laughs> oh, we should we should do that. Yeah, let's do well, that. Jeremy, that sounds fun. Actually, talk Jeremy, about that, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy beats on the French Canadians, Volume Six. It is Volume Six, actually. I went through the stack. Oh, really? <laughs> Easy. You should put them on your wall, just right behind you, on that little white bit underneath the sound. <laughs> you wear them all like a Russian general next time you go to a yeah. <laughs> no, Throw, so the, throw off thing. a coat. <laughs> this team, or variants style. of this team, so the four or five of us that have been playing together across the last four team events that go to, every time we go to Montreal, we have not dropped around yet. I look forward to the day that we drop around because it means that they have, you know, 
gotten that good that they can beat us. I'm I'm more I'm looking forward to that. Really um, hard. Also possible. Quebec does have some pretty good beer. However, one of the things that we have continuously joked about after every event is walking in with the Michael Phelps. Where we just wear all, all of the medals that we've earned at the previous Imperialist tournaments. You 100% should do it. Just come back in, just all of them, just bedecked. I also don't want to get killed. If that's all it takes for them to win a round, like, you earned it. <laughs> Right. How was the event, Jeremy? It was good. Uh, it was put on by by Bruno and the Imperialist crew. Uh, they've been running events out of the Montreal area for the last couple of years, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, Bruno always puts on a fantastic event. It was 16 teams of eight players each. Uh, five rounds. We started off in a pod system, which was basically derived from the teams that had attended his events previously were ranked. And then if you were a new team, you were inserted in there somewhat randomly. Um. So we played through a pod phase and we played through the finals. We went through uh, Scari's uh, team, Stutter Scrub, in the fourth round. And then we put, faced off against Bruno's team, Imperialists United, or Prime. I think it was United this time, uh, in the finals. It was, you know, it was, we brought, so it was myself, Francois Lalonde, Chris Haynes, Jason Sparks, Dust, Devin Swan, Kier Horniak, uh, Max Dubois, and uh, Tim Dietlifs. So five of the five of those we've been playing together for. I think this was our fourth team event in Montreal now. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. Uh, we brought Necrons. Devin had one practice game with the triple Satan, triple Wraith, Brick Canoptic Court list beforehand, and then went 20, 20, 20, 10, 20. And that 10 was a draw against Sisters on Ritual where they forgot to clock themselves. Yo, Sisters are just like sneaking through. Just really good. Really good. No one they talks are, they about are them. Very solid. They're also god awful to play. Like it, it's just like a thousand things. You're like, what? Who does what with the why? Fuck. Yeah, it's you don't have to handle the like 17 billion like miraculous cannon. Yeah, there. it's a little less obtuse now that the the slate happened. Actually, that was a good change. Um, you look at your opponent; they're holding like 17 dice. You're like, well, I just can't interact with that squad. Cool. Yeah, I can't go anywhere near that area. <laughs> So the 24 inch can't deal damage can't can't walk their zone cool great pretty much Thanks. uh yeah it's a lot it's a lot more tame now that you can only do that twice but it still takes a moment of explaining to your opponent so i have a one here that that dialogus is going to turn to a six and that palatine makes it lethal and you die good just natural the six on the save it'll be fine yeah um Definitely the, the high point of that weekend was me playing into Canoptic Court Necrons who had no idea what Votan did, and I knew exactly what his army did. Oh. Um, and kiting the Void Dragon for five battle rounds, so he killed one Sagittar and two and two warriors, and that was it. Because every single turn, I made sure he was outside of a 12-inch charge, except for the one time when I was like, you know what, the Sagittar's going to stay there, you can kill it, but you can't charge it. I really enjoy every game I play against Katong where they're not hypercrypt, where I'm just like, yeah, man, I just don't care about you at all. Uh, Nightbringer also died turn two to the, to the Ignore Mods Hearthguard. Are you running them with Plasma now? Or just charging them? No, I charged them. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, all right, I'm going to wrap it right here. Do you want to leave Nightbringer there, or do you want to try for a 10-inch charge into me? Disrespectful, I love it. 
I didn't. I, I didn't really want that game to last long. So that is one nice thing about team events is when your game ends fast, you get a whole bunch of people you can watch and go and get drinks for, and then not actually get drinks for them and just go and do your own thing. It's great. Yep. I feel like our team was pretty on top of taking care of each other at Alpine. Yeah, we were. As the person yeah. that was often done first. <laughs> <laughs> it is frequently quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. I'm looking forward to Alpine. I love any tournament that has dinner at the venue on the oh, schedule. Dude, like, it's the just... best. That Apparently was Joe's going to the... be there for more games? Yeah, Joe's going to be there for more games live, someone was saying in the chat before, which would be sick. That is hype. Um, yeah, I loved Alpine. Alpine was amazing. I'm super excited to go back. Alpine was dope. We have ETC in March. Like, there's a lot of shit to be excited for coming up. Like, Alpine's dope. We're going to get to beat Team England. Oh, is Team England going to send some feeble attempt to stop us? That's adorable. Yep. It's going to be great. A for effort, England. You probably get fifth like you do at WTC. Oh. <laughs> we only played Poland down to like third, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll be fine. After Brian tore out their heart and ate it in front of them. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Look, I think you do did worse to Victor with those four pluses, but oh yeah, I mean, look, that was look. I don't know, like that was not supposed to happen, but it certainly did. So All nothing, right. nothing will beat the game at Alpine of the custodians opponent being like, yeah, I thought this was a bad matchup, and I was like, yes, stay over there, Shadow Keeper man, <laughs> smoking mirrors twelve eight. <laughs> Look, what if they give custodians like shadow keepers back in the book i'm gonna be so upset please no i mean there definitely are almost a thousand percent come on there's no, like no. Give, me, give me an uppy downy custodian that's session. gonna be the emissaries you can one. have that just the emissaries don't, is that one just yeah. don't give them back shadow Ke- that shit sucks. with three inch deep strike that i can charge from whatever you want it's not shadow Ke- if they were gonna give anybody that they would have given it to like the combined the combined um dark angels one so they're never getting that that's true. That was sad that that just didn't get any cool rules at all. Doesn't exist. Unforgiving doesn't even have good data sheets. Good. Yeah. I played against that once. It was good. Yeah, they, they got rid of the minus one damage strat. Oh, it would have been a lot less good without that. Yeah, it changed, it changed it to minus one to wound it up to SCP, Anthony. Got it. All right. Real good. On that depressing note, Innis, do the plugs. Oh, no. Oh, this is so terrible every week. You've done it really well the last couple of weeks. I don't know what you're complaining He's about. He's just going to read. It's going to be great. He's got I, don't this. Know, I actually don't know where it is. It's like oh. somewhere up there. <laughs> oh, fuck. That might make this really hard, actually. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's time to do the plugs. Bear with me for a couple minutes here. Thank you, everybody, for being with us for what is currently episode 78 Stat Check. We're just doing a bit of an ad read now before we go into the show questions and the Discord questions and all the on-order people in the YouTube chat. If you would like to see the back episodes of the show, please do check out youtube.com slash statcheck. You can see back episodes of all of the main show, all of the all of the extra shows like Next One and End of the Matrix and the new and upcoming Take All Comers, which has its first live show in two days' time at some interminable time that somebody's going to fact check for me right now while, uh, while I'm talking. Somebody's Nathan or Gary. 7.30 Pacific? There you go. On Thursday, the 8th of February, uh, that is our brand new show covering all the, all manner of things relating to Lucas, Noj, and Tyler as they are t- embarking on their singles and teams journey as part of Team USA playing for the Pacific Northwest. They're going to be doing a wonderful wealth of contra- content coming from the Best in Faction uh, umbrella over to us for their new show. So please do check that out. We are super hyped to have them on board, as well as the other shows that we have going on the network with X and One and End of the Matrix. X and One, I assume, will have content coming up covering ITT, uh, Paracup, Euro Trash Cup, Alpine Cup, all the good various cup events of the UK uh, and the and Europe and the Champions Cup in 
in Dallas in September and WTC and all that good stuff. So do check them out. And then XM1, uh, they just recently did their Nottingham show. They should have another show out next month covering something new within the world of being an adult and playing 40K, which is something that not a lot of us can relate to. But I'm sure if you can, it's a show that you should be checking out. If you're interested in hearing all the other stuff from that, you can check that out on various things like Spotify, um, all of your like Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find any of that content, you can check it out there. You should also check out patreon.com slash where you can get access to our wonderful, wonderful Discord, which now has a or will have a take all comer section where you can ask them questions and all that sort of thing for their show, as well as all the other ones, or just interact with our wonderful community. We've recently renamed all of our channels to be readable uh, and also illogible at the same time. So whichever side of the coin you fall on, we have something for you in the Saturday Discord. We should be launching up the next five check league within probably by the end of this month. We should have that one up and running. I will at some point get around to doing the prizes for the previous one, uh, which is definitely a thing on the to do list. Okay, next up is uh, the actual sponsors. So red-dragon.ca, you'll have seen their bumper at the start of the video. They're a wonderful, wonderful site that supports us in all kinds of ways, like sending me butterfingers to make sure I don't lose weight. Um, you know, all that kind of... <laughs> yeah, that's why, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you remember our Patreon, you can get a 20% off discount code there, so that's another reason to check it out. But otherwise, they've got our March objectives and things like that, maps, all that cool stuff, as well as all of your various wonderful gaming store needs. They do ship internationally, but they are focused in Canada. Nathan even has a box to open as we come up to the end of the show. If it has butterfingers in it, I'm killing Dan. Uh, <laughs> you can check out. Send them to you? No, just in general. Because uh, he cheated on, me, cheated on me with Nathan for the butterfingers. That's, uh. yeah. um, you can check out Saltar Games on Etsy, where you can use the code STATCHECK5. STAT5. STAT5 on, on uh, Etsy. And you can get 5% off... Uh, on all of your orders there for out uh, we have things like tokens and markers for you know battleship tests and all that kind of stuff anything like that that you're interested in you can get such a grinding little combat widgets and all that good stuff lastly you can check out will yutani where, where you can use the code stat check five i like that these are different we should really consolidate those uh, <laughs> stat check five take five percent off on will and yutani's train they're the guys that provide all the train for wtc uh, as well as uh, any other format that you're looking for you can probably find terrain that is similar there on there or drop us your message and see if you can give you a helping hand there Lastly, check out stat-check.com slash coaching, where you can get either coaching from either myself, Typhus, or now Jeremy, uh, available on that website. Uh, so drop us, in, drop us a line there. There's a, all the content information, prices, and services we offer that are available there. It's a wonderful, wonderful time as we come up to the post data slate as we start prepping up for all the big events of the year. So if you're interested in getting a helping hand on anything that you're working on, drop us a line uh, either on the website or at coaching at stat-check.com. Stat 15 for Saltar Games. I like that these are complicated. Can you change it to stat check 15, AJ, just while I'm here? That'd be great, because it would really <laughs> give me a lot of like, thinking. Uh, all right, Nathan, what's in the box? I don't actually think there's anything weird in this box, but um, I didn't open the other box correctly, apparently, so I'm opening a box that he sent. So I don't actually know if there's anything strange in this box, which probably means there is something strange in this box. But I don't think there is. We're just so find anyone out. who's wondering, this box is from the Red Dragon, um, one of our sponsors. Dan has a habit of sending boxes of stuff with us whenever we ask for something. Um, several or members of the team, or if you don't ask for something, this is true. This is how Innis ended up with what six pounds or six kilos of butterfingers. It was 144 butterfingers. That's all I know. <laughs> uh... Ooh, Venoms. Well, I heard him put them down. They're definitely dead. Four Venoms? <laughs> yep. That's all it takes. 
Uh, Lilith? Lilith. Woo! You'll have to censor that if he picks on YouTube. So yeah, that it's a perfectly normal box, but this is my purgatory for not. I hope you open the, the box up and it's just like he's repackaged it and it's actually just Butterfingers. <laughs> that would be funny. He would have gone through a lot of work because they're also plastic wrapped. Um, I mean, most stores do have the capacity to re-plastic wrap things. So. Not like it's hard. Yeah. So I really hope. You've also now given him an idea if he hasn't done that already. Oh, no. Look, I'm just going to go on to show questions now. Um, I, I like that we got $2. Thank you, Ed oh. Miller, for $2. Hey, Ed Miller runs right. BFS. I love that guy. We are rolling yeah. on to the show questions, so there are two ways to get your show, your question guaranteed to be answered on the show. One is to be a member of our Discord, where you can through the Patreon, where you can ask questions of the show questions done every week, or you can throw us a super chat on YouTube. And then there is a secret third way, which is ask a really interesting question that we actually want to answer, uh, or that we will definitely that we really want to answer. In which case, you may if we have time make it on. However, I really want to go to bed, so we're going to go through these. All right, we don't have that stuff. many this week, so it's going to be great and very easy. I promise. We're going to start in the Discord, where like. And it said, if you ask a question in the Discord thread, we will answer it. Even if you ask it right now or up to when we end, probably. Even Depending if it's on really dumb, we will almost always answer it. It's true, although sometimes I take psychic, psychic damage while re reading them, so it's not great. Uh, Derek asks, why do Catan have these stats and abilities that they do? Why? The Swarm Lord wants to know. Gilliman wants to know. The Lion wants to know. Everyone that's around 288 points wants to know. Look, Catan are a very balanced data sheet of 380 points. Uh, unfortunately, they're also a really less... balanced data sheet when they can only move six inches a turn and don't have any other way of moving. They're still pretty good in Canoptic Core. No, they would still like... be really good in Canoptic. No, no, I mean with the 380 points. Oh, oh yeah. I, you know, it would be funny if it was just a typo and they just <laughs> like don't want to go back. Like if someone just like, like they're supposed to have like a six up field no pain. No, no, no. If they're like someone hit the two when they were supposed to hit the three at the start of the cost and they were just like, why are people so mad? And like in their documentation, it has a 380 point cost, but like in the real world and they're just like, I don't understand. That's like a guffaw I would expect from GW at this point. You'd think <laughs> we would see that in like one of the other language versions, though. Nah, it's way funnier if it was just like. The master one that went to the translation, like the intern hit a two instead of a three, and it just poof, away it went. Why did she move movement like two and unable to teleport? That then they'd be balanced. Movement two. Additionally, can, can we stop can we stop getting teehee everybody uppy downy detachments, please? Yeah, dude, we all hate it. it no one's happy about this. I'm looking forward to like the sisters one. That one unit, make any two sense. units, not two units, three units. Dude, the yeah. court the crypt whatever the hyper getting three four is like what all right john asks gsc again do we drop the abbey brick now that gene stealers are so cheap dude you shouldn't have had the abbey brick in there fucking before wtc cut aberrants they're not good unless you want unless you're game and play 20 in which case you have my respect but not my desire to copy you um yeah don't <laughs> second the aberrants. they've been terrible they've been terrible for the entire edition one of the second questions to follow up, which is, what's been the evolution you all have seen in the meta with them? I assume aberrants. People are still killing them. Yeah, <laughs> they're really good. They're a, a fucking sick way to go three and three. Uh, all right. Bryn has a question. Uh, what are Anthony's thoughts on World Leader Forge fiends? I I hate them. I think they're real bad. I'm not sure if this was bait or not, so I'm just gonna try and answer it seriously. Um, the 
this happens a lot with world leaders specifically the army mechanic buffs a certain set of things this happened in ninth as well so like you don't want to take allies that you don't spend all this effort getting these buffs who don't get these buffs and you don't want to take guns who don't get any buffs at all from these buffs except for very specifically plus two move or angron's shitty one turn later re-rolls that you're now holding back angron so you could shoot with your uh, it just like there's a lot of steps about this that are wrong so what you're saying is is that world leader mauler fiends are really good world leader mauler fiends are like almost good I, like there's like buffs you could apply to Mauler fiends to make them good. Yeah, they do like, need the feel no pain. They're they're pretty close. Like if Mauler fiends had a base feel no pain, I'd think about it. Like if they just had a six up and it went to a five, maybe we have a conversation. But like as it is, not so much, you know. Or if they were base movement twelve, like I thought they were, they're movement ten. What the fuck? And then... Um. Yeah. Brain has a second question. How is Jer how has Jeremy been finding Votan? Where do you think they fall post data slate? So I'll admit I actually haven't played a post slate Votan game yet. Um, but I don't think that they changed all that substantially. You can most lists you can either drop a Sagittar or do some small tweaking with bikes, uh, and your list more or less functions the same as it did before. You'll try to fit Grim Demeter in that as well. I always had Grim Demeter in my yeah, list anyways, because we ruled it properly up here. Most people might a, have had Grim Demeter anyway, because just there was a bunch of stuff it was really good for. There's a there's a thing that tends to happen post data slate where any faction that got worse, even if it only got a little bit worse, just doesn't see as much experimentation to begin with because we kind of know what it does. Everybody's played it already. Nobody's that excited about playing like the new the same thing but a bit worse. Whereas any faction that got buffed or changed in like a, a different direction, everybody's like, "Well, I'll try that out," and then I always have Votan to go back to. Kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I, I know how I know how to play Votan. Um, and my sisters army, I've wanted to put a lot more work into them lately, so I've been playing more sisters. Yeah, I uh, definitely started on Drukari and not World Leaders for that reason. The next one is from Frank. Uh, which is with Templars making out like bandits, do you think builds will start jamming 10 plus sword brethren into every list? Uh, I think that Innis's build probably won't, but I think that past that, it seems like. Yeah, I don't think that you would ever want sword brethren in Ironstorm. I mean, you definitely could. Dude, I watched a Hellbrecht sword brethren mercy is weakness activation the other day, and that was not cool. Like, <laughs> It's exactly the same as in Wretched Crusaders if you're rolling just by the CP on it. It's it's fine. You could very easily find the point. Like I say very yeah. easily. You could like take my Iron Storm list and you could find the points to put in like Hellbrecht and Impulsor and a Sword of Sword Brother, and it would be completely reasonable and a fine thing to do. And if that's the direction you wanted to take it, I couldn't fault you for it. However, I, think, yeah, I don't good. think you need it. It's an option, not a requirement. Whereas if you're playing like Gladius, yeah, man, just jam sword brother and you're gonna be Yeah, hundred oh, percent in that case. Yeah. The second question is, what detachment do you think could see a rise in popularity in the new meta? I guess I for Space Marines. Dude, I think Space Marines are legitimately, like, one of, if not maybe, the best army in the game that isn't Necrons. Um, Iron Storm and Gladiator are both really good. And I think Iron Storm, like, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's really good in Space Marines right now. It's not super exciting, but it is really good. 
Gladiator Reapers do this wonderful thing where they're good into everything that Necrons could do. It doesn't matter what Necron build you're playing, because some of them try to sideline, like, they don't play Race, they don't play Catan, they don't play blah, blah. It doesn't matter what you're playing, a Gladiator Reaper will kill it dead in, ne in Necrons, uh, which is strongly, like, positive. That is a very strong day sheet, and a little bit carrying the Codex, I think. Um, there's other things you can do, but the yeah, that guy being good. I think Marines are, yeah, certainly, probably, I would definitely have them top three. I could see them being top two. I think yeah. Field trip with Monolith, Alex. <laughs> Faster than the monolith kills them. Ben you know has... I will, I will run two lancers as well, and I'll make that my concession to the triple monolith meta. <laughs> Ben's got a two-part question, which is: How do we get buffs for Admech? I'm struggling to get my friends who own the army to play, or even if to play it or even play it at all. I'm going to an RTT this weekend and taking them, expecting to get absolutely dumpstered due to the number of Krons, Grey Knights, and Custodes in the new meta. With such low player numbers and occasional event results, are the dooms doomsayers right and just pack it away until eleventh? I think you can. Mallet. Sorry, please don't. I would. You. I think like there's like a reasonable build in Admech of like the hunter cohort. It's just god awful to play, and it's really expensive, and that's a huge like the part of Admech that like gets talked about a bunch in the stat trick Discord because we have a wholesome community full of like anti capitalists. Um, is that like that army is expensive as shit, man? Like the good version of Admech right now, I'm pretty sure, is like the 60 reduce your OC dudes in six boats with like a million of the flamer dudes. That army's like four grand. It's like what it's I also like pain and suffering to play on the tabletop because 30 of those flamer dudes is just like, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's awful. Like the it, and again, it's like legitimately pretty good. Like if you don't put it into Terminators, it'll like in teams' perspective, especially, like it'll tend the game. Like you're just. It scores yep. a bunch. Unlucky, sorry. It's going to be there for a while. Um, but it's, again, like, would you like a new, like, a used Honda Civic or this Admech army unpainted or built? Like, <laughs> it's a hobby project, too, because it's not like those models are easy to paint, easy uh. to assemble, or easy to transport because they're all spiky bits. They mix, like, yeah. the worst parts of Drukari and Tau armies together from an assembly perspective with tiny joints and spiky nonsense coming off of them in all the places that are bad. Yeah, yep. Just very quickly running through it, like, give it a ch check out, like, Malik Amon Rubio's build from ITT. He went, like, 4-1 with wins into Necrons and Eldar, a small yep. loss to, like, 120 Crusader Black Templars, like, very, very comfortably, like, assaulted. That that list was also 120 Black Templars playing, like, 20 heavy intercessions to get plus one save against damage, against APU, uh, AP, damage one attacks. It's just, like, no sell in Advec Army. So, like, yeah, very, like, it just very like goes and stands places, and like it's not exciting and it's not fun. I'm sure it's not what an Admech player wants, right? Like, Admech was one of those books that I had my eye on as like a oh, I could do it, like as a as a tech guy, you know, I, I would love the idea of me wanting to play that army. Uh, also, you can get sick Admech commissions, that's real. Um, and like they just don't do anything. Like they anything that's like... reprint Metallic and Long. That was all they had to do. Yeah, like that <laughs> detachment, right? Like just take Metallica, take the Vet Cohort AOR, slam them together, put it in the new book. But like, yeah, they just didn't. I don't know. The. Uh... I mean, that is the GSC theme, basically. I, I definitely have propaganda freehanded on all my all my uh, trucks. So yeah, that's sick. The uh, like. I think um, Tori from this, like she's she's in the stat tech Discord, has like a really like like a long bit basically where she talks about how like what Admech is supposed to be like based on the lore, and it is 
terrifying like these big like super soldier mutant and we get just none of that we get like bad weaponry stapled to two cheap bodies it's very confusing like i don't they like i mean if sikar and rust stalkers and infiltrators actually played like they were in the lore you'd be playing them 100 percent of the time yeah without a question i'd be playing 60 (laughs) sicarians like i love them um they're really cool like and yeah i just doesn't does not spark joy yeah just they didn't they just didn't like the whole admech codex you like put it on a table and i've seen like a bunch of variants of it played now and it just doesn't it's sad because it could be really cool just cybernetica cohort should be so much cooler with all the stuff from 30k i won't lie like all the giant robots and stuff that they just didn't want to transfer from 30k to 40k yeah whatever i mean one day one day it's funnier that it died we're going to the next no it's not uh but the next question is from sean in similar thoughts how far do we think gw is going to go when it comes to rehabilitating a faction that has already received a codex we probably won't see drukari-esque new detachments but what are the odds that we'd see them revisit existing ones and make them suck less larger looking at the cybernetic attachment which barely has a rule at all and for some reason was given the design space of exclusively having strats that only work in your command phase i uh think that like the the quickest way i can answer this question is that i'm happy that none of the armies i main have a codex yet <laughs> like i am terrified because like nid if nids is the example i want no part of having a codex like it's so depressing how bad the nid codex is dude like it's not even that it's like not reasonably powerful it's just the dullest book yeah it's probably fine like most of the time it's fine but it is blindingly boring and it is just doing fine enough that it apparently constantly needs points increases i don't know that was an internal balancing was it whatever you want to go with we'll just nerf all the data sheets that everybody's using in every list and then we'll we'll buff buff some shit ones that's not an internal balancing that's a lowering of upper power level but Tyrann effects went down 55 points. They sure did yep. get... Could have gone down 95. Dude, they went up 50 between the index and the codex and got data sheet nerfed. No facts. Um, so, like, I I hope that things get better. But, like, it's really hard. Like, that specific thing about 10th is very difficult to be optimistic about, I think. However, in terms of what levers GW would pull on or or use to breathe life into a faction, I don't think that they will rule out anything. If, you know, you know, Admet Codex came out last year and a year from now it's still struggling, I could see them doing something drastic, like changing how a detachment works, changing how an army role works, oh. doing something like that where it's just like, all right, this sucks. Let's slap this on it. One nice thing I just about don't like, think the we've... way... Sorry, no, please. I was just going to say, I don't think we've seen them pull any of those levers just yet with existing Codex books. No, like, but it's also been too soon to do that. Like Marine Codex came out, what, five months ago? Not even? The Marine Codex is doing great. Marines are fine. Marines like, are also kind of boring, but yeah, they're fine. Tyranids Mar- and Marines are both fine. I I think Marines and Tyranids are like completely different conversations. Marines have like a bunch of like builds that I would play if I wasn't playing teams. Van- like Nids, you could not force me to play if it meant my starting spot if I didn't play them. <laughs> like they're completely different sides of the spectrum. 
I think Marines mostly suffer from Gladius being the most attachmently pertinent and it being the index one, which made everything that came out with it just look dull as shit. But like um, despite some of it being like quite powerful, Iron Storm is a good attachment, but it's not a fun detachment. Sure, but like again, I would play a hundred games of Iron Storm before I played three as fucking Crusher. Yeah, but I played three as Crusher before I played three as Anvil Strike Force. So sure. <laughs> but like again, we're gonna... company. Next I actually quit. don't hate First Company. It was really oh. First Company was okay when Deathwing Command Squad existed. Now, yeah, now. maybe it does just suck. Didn't make it. They still exist. Next, the next question is from Ben, uh, which is how excited are Innocent Anthony for Pyra Cup? Oh man, yeah, I very excited. Really answer myself this year. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, you got, got some work to do. The uh, <laughs> I I'm really excited. Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff about Pyra, but like one of the cooler parts is that for um, one of the members of Team USA, it's actually their first time out of the country. Um, so that's pretty sick. Um, Who's that? For Michael, it'll be his first time out. So, and I remember like my first time out. Uh, and I was like, you know, we, we had like the conversation of like, hey, you're going to like a high pressure thing, your first time leaving the country, mostly just follow the instructions given for the 40K and don't get too drunk after the 40k if you accomplish those two things great success <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of parts about pyro that i'm super excited for um I, I get, Liam's Rosebush. yeah i get to see liam's Ace beloved um, <laughs> i like i i do get to keep making the joke that i'm like the only returning starter player of the team that team usa is bringing which is technically true given our titles uh it's me and seven academy players uh, which is accurate in the strictest sense. Also, You're... if you sent us to WTC with this team right now, I'm pretty sure we'd podium, but that's irrelevant. Um... Yeah, that's burying <laughs> the lead a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe some of those people are washed up and bad. Who knows? We. I might include Anthony. He doesn't know yet. He's not played much Who knows? this year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the next question is from Ed B, which is how many games of League of Legends has Ennis played in the last 24 hours? Uh, I don't play League. Yeah, he's he's clean. It's Snap. It is Snap. How many games of Snap have you played in the last 24 hours? Uh, the season reset today, so I played oh. like 12. <laughs> I played like 12 to get my like bare minimums and do my missions, and I've been off it. I don't know. I play Snap like when I'm doing other stuff or like lying in like bed. Like during pairings? Play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I will say during, like, during my opponent's like movement phase, you know, when it's not what I don't care what they're doing because I don't, I don't play Overwatch armies. Or reactive mm. move armies. That was really Eric the worst is... part about playing Drakari is you had to keep an eye on your opponent's movement face. Mm. Derek's question is, have you noticed anything intriguing that you missed on the first pass through the slate? Uh, can of worms I could open. Oh, no. Is, what this is, this the fight on is this the fight on death thing? No, the fight the on death one is actually thing? fine. What? Okay. Is this the disembarking thing? No, that one's... No, it's, that one's a little bit less of a mess because you could just be like intent. Um, it's the they they oopsied one they oopsied two two or three words out of the uh, the errata on uh, rules that allow you to be set up in your first, second, or third movement phase. Oh no! Because the wording on it, and it's not going to be played this way because it's dumb. But the wording on it is missing one key thing to make sure that it actually works as intended. So I'm going to pull it up to make sure that I actually grab the right one. But essentially what happened here. 
Hmm? This is going to suck. I'm looking forward to this being how the next UKTC event is played. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I got like two months before the next one of those. That's I didn't think about that one. Uh, WTC has already addressed it in their updated FAQ, so God we're safe there. Boys. Um, How we in the, mean, in the meantime, I'll speak to my team. All right, so... This is this is the wording of this new entry. Arriving from strategic reserves in the first battle round. Abilities that allow units to be set up in the reinforcement step of your first, second, or third movement phase using the strategic reserves treat the current battle round number as being one higher than it actually is in the first battle round only, unless explicitly stated otherwise. Okay. What they left out there, or what they appear to have left out, because it led to a rather long call where we were like, this is how that works between me and uh, another player was so out of phase rules always have to be like if it contains something it refers to a phase then it only works in that phase the problem is, is that the way that this was worded it implies that these just always work oh <laughs> i'm sorry <Adam>. cool cool <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Which means that uh, per that, if you were to take the pure raw, which hopefully no one does, any ability that allows you to be set up in the first, second, or third um, turns in your movement phase now work in your opponent's movement phase as well. Which means you can rapid ingress turn one with first of the fray, if you take that interpretation. Does that normally put a strat reserve in first phase deep strike? It, it would work on the wolves one, I guess. It would work on the well. No, the wolves one. So here's the here's here's the thing that this makes, makes all this more complicated. Yeah. Like, it's wolves, never gonna. No one's doing this shit. I know, I know, and this is one of the like they did ask of the anything intriguing. I like rule stuff. This shit came up, and I went, "Ow, why?" <sighs> All right, that one guy, breakdowns for slow kids who don't understand. So the way the rule is, is structured, I'm going to read that section again, and I'm going to read how, it's, how, it, how it could have been written to prevent this issue. Treat the current battle round as being one higher than it actually is in the first battle round only, unless explicitly stated otherwise. Full stop. Or treat the current battle round as being one higher in your turn than it actually is in the first battle round only unless explicitly stated otherwise add that in there no problems but that's mistake, mistake. this is why i also said wtc looked at that and said no, no. yeah no yeah, I'm gonna I go to the next my... question because this is making me real depressed. Um, Just look, play if that's local... the only thing that I can find in that entire rules commentary that gives me a pause, that's good. Yeah. Just uh, play at a local that uses the WTC FAQ. Easy. That's what we do. It's been updated, that's what we do. So now I'm gonna use it again. Yeah. Uh, JS asks, do you think the US Open will come up north more? Events closer to the Canadian border slash in Canada? Dude, Apparently what, not. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Right. They got rid of more event. They got rid of events this year. It's uh, also, right? did they? Because there were only weren't there only three opens last they year. They were at a Warhammer Fest. There's there's also no teams this year. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. KC uh, teams was replaced by a singles event in uh, Texas. Somewhere else, I don't know. 
There's one in Dallas. There's one in Tampa, and then there. Well, because there was, and then there's one in Tacoma. I guess. Yeah. So they they're repeating Tacoma again, but that's not too surprising because apparently that's been their most successful one. Going back to Tampa, I'm like, nah, I don't like the weather there. Yeah, the weather was the problem part of Tampa. Oh, Tampa. Sorry. Atlanta was the bad one. My bad. Tampa's fine. My bad, Tampa. I'm hating for no reason. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, no teams is, is a would... big sad because that was a lot of fun to, to watch people go through. Um, sorry, we got Champions Cup. We'll be fine. That's true. I'm just like a little sassy that they brought. There's like no event in like the Midwest or East, like Northeast part of the United States, like at all. So they'd that. have to print a whole bunch of new codexes for that event. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to be fair they do have nova and adepticon that i think they help out with i don't know they're helping they out the terrain this year at adepticon's all gw now it's gw layout it's gw, <laughs> GW layouts layout with hills on top of with the, adepticon the really terrain just print the plates the plates are so easy to make why they're gonna have the plates they're putting hills on top of the plates whatever that's fine that's stupid <laughs> yeah. <but> whatever <laughs> It's going to look really funny, and that's all that there is to it, but it's fine. This is true. It's better um, than what it was. I that's would I'm love, <laughs> absolutely love to see a Canada Open. Uh, in the meantime, I think we're just going to have to run one ourselves. Petawawa. I mean, Tacoma's like basically in Canada, isn't it? Like it's most of the Wrong fucking there. coast, but sure. For half yeah, but you, you Canada spans both coasts. Like three America. quarters of our population is just, in this area. You just referred to the west coast of Canada as a wrong coast. Just <laughs> fuck all y'all. <laughs> They're welcome to come here and try to win something. Oof. Oof. I mean, at least Sorry, this knowing, time knowing it's Jeremy GW. saying it, so nobody will get mad in the comments about us ribbing on Canada this week. Dude, no, no, um, um, is is like or something. Y'all can't talk at the same time. It doesn't work. Details. All right, no, no, we're going to go to the next question. No, we're just skipping it. I don't care what you guys had to say. Can we get a Butterfinger stock check? 36 plus whatever's left over, which I think is like a third of a box. Why and did I gave you know that so Because there's a box of 36 in, in my cupboard. Oh, okay, okay. And there's like a third of a box left. And then we finished, We went through one box over the course of two months and I gave one away. So, ben, I'm not East Coast. I'm Central Canada. 45, 50. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through questions from chat. There's some super chats. I'm going to do those first, and then we're going to go through questions that I thought were interesting and decided to put stars on because that's just how I'm going to roll. Uh, thank you, Ed Miller, again, for the $2. You didn't ask a question, but you could ask a question now, I guess, if you wanted. Um, thank you, Evil Granny, for $5. <laughs> I love YouTube names. Uh, what do you think about the FLG no terrain within four inches of the center without something like Cali Cup fixed centerpieces? I'm worried gun versus no gun is much worse. I think that we should all just wait for them to play fixed like humans. They're I think, so close. I think at this point that like I, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just burnt out from all the arguing about player plays. But I just feel like the longer that we like continue to be like, what's the best that just, there isn't one. It's just gotta go. Like, it's okay. I understand that. Like, this was how we did things for a bit, but it's just like, that doesn't work like that no more. We can't, we can't be doing this. There is no best way to do player place. The best way to do player place is to stop doing player place. Agreed. They, and especially since they now make the GW set, there is nothing stopping. What are we doing? Like just either use, the GW layouts, or if you don't want to be beholden to GW changing things on you, make your own layouts. They're not that hard to do. UKT 
manages it just fine. Dude, or make your just like use the GW plates. I'm sure those cheap asses ain't changing shit. They can't change Necrons. They're not changing their terrain pack. Like uh, they did change from ninth to tenth, so be careful about that one. Sure, you might have to cut some shit in half. Whatever, but like <laughs> they're actually quite easy to make. Let's be honest. You can yeah. just cut them out of cardboard if you want. Dude, I was playing on. Do I have any here? I for a minute. Paper enough, yeah, funny. dude. I was running practice at my house off the mail I had with L's drawn on them. Like you can figure it out. Covered liner. It's cheap. It's quick, and it looks, it looks go. pretty good. Nailed it. Just like I don't know. It's kind of trolling. The thank you that one guy for cries and overpriced abbeys. I'm sorry that they're so expensive. They're cool. I want to play Muscle Beach maybe one sorry, day, Joe. but not today. Dorian Bashaw asks, for teams, Vanguard Nids or Endless Swarm? Do you, uh, which version of Coin Flip will help you sleep better at night? That's all you're asking. Invasion Fleet's the most consistent. Swarm is the hardest, is the easiest to like force bad pairings with, but will get smashed if it doesn't get a good pairing. Vanguard is Coin Flippy. I have not. Based on those. I don't know that I've seen a good matchup exist for Swarm going second. I don't think it exists. I don't think it's uh, real. No. I've seen quite a few. There so. actually. I'd. I'm just saying what I, what my experience is. I've never seen Swarm win a game, like do well going second. We took Swarm to our last team event and it performed well, but it was also Francois piling it. So there's always player skill that can. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Francois piloting, when are you getting that tattoo? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I've reached out to two tattoo parlors. They aren't getting back to me. So I'm just going to go for a walk in. Otherwise, you're going to get one like live streamed in the United States the next time you're down here. Yo, for real, that could happen. We can get yeah. it in a seedy Belgian we'll... parlor in Mechlin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. Let's avoid that one. Brian asks, "You know what you're going to do by WTC? Then <laughs> should we start a fund to help Innis buy his England kit for WTC?" <laughs> I asked for a Nunavati. I asked for a Nunavati shirt. <laughs> well, that's even better. No, I think that. You know, it's going to be funny when that day comes, Brian. It's going to be good when Ennis finally gives up the ghost. I'm not English. I can't play for Team England. No, you play for Team UK when you guys finally lose your special privileges. Noss isn't English either. Ask him for his passport. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Ennis doesn't even live in England, so. I guess. I guess. England, England. Yeah. I'm going to get really. A lot of people are going to get mad at me again. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, get it's not. It's not. Which people you want to piss off more? The, the Scottish, the Irish, the Northern Irish? I mean, the last time I pissed off people, Cathal just sent me voice messages. That's just his normal way of communicating. I know. Me too. I miss, I miss that yeah. man. He's not even in chat right now. Yeah. Man, where are you, Cathal? He shaved his beard and disappeared. No, he regrew it. He grew it back. I, I'm <laughs> sure he did. He's not he regretted everything after that moment. <laughs> yeah. He lost all of his powers and then he gained them back. Yeah. The rainbows sure. are back, as he would say. Uh, Adam Camilleri asks, Dark Angels, you say, never met him. Same. Just because I thought it was funny and I wanted to. Hey, Azrael's still really good in Ironstorm. In Ironstorm, yeah. <laughs> and the Dark Shot's still decent. <laughs> Nice, dude. Yep. It allegedly got cheaper. We'll see if that sticks. Index, index Multimela and Index Azrael. Codex Azrael. Hadar asks, uh, want to join me on ETC to Manchester trip, Anthony? If you want to cover it, then maybe. Dangerous game you're playing there. 
I'll play dangerous games with Hadar. I love that guy. <laughs> he is lovely. That's, that's, the, that's the Gucci adventurer, bro. It's not like he needs to buy more demons. He's got them all. <laughs> Yo, for real. I have been in, dude, I have been in his place. That is real fucking life. <laughs> Being threatened early this year. I like how AJ can't spell plane. Um, I like <laughs> he's going to drag him out to the flatlands near Glasgow and beat him up. Does exist? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I thought it was just uh, moors everywhere. All right. Adam Camilleri also asks, what is the be next best chosen plus Lord unit now? Sword Brethren, Incubi, Nobs? Uh, I think it's anything else. Fuegan plus himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, you could put some fire dragons on there. It's not like it's bad. It's worse, it's worse than running. It's worse it's, than just running them unattached because the amount of the possible to hit he gives them is worth less than just having an extra two rerolls. It's Lucius and ten legionaries. Mm. It's probably still Lord and Chosen as well. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah they just went up in points. What they do? Oh, it changed a whole bunch actually. That zeal nerf is brutal. I played no. a couple <laughs> games. Dude, I played a couple games of CSM. It's rough out there, man. Like, tough, yeah. someone has a minus to hit, and you're like, oh, fuck. Like Death Guard, <laughs> you just fold. Yeah. <laughs> like, five rural ones. Yeah. Wee. Yeah. It's just not like, good. We're worse at fighting than Flash gets are at shooting. This is not okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough out there, bro. Like, um, it's obviously Old One Eye and Carnifexes. There you go. Mm, mm, mm. Except they have the biggest enemy that Chosen never had a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, you well, can send some, me... I mean, tech, Technomancer and Wraiths. Uh... They don't AJ, have you... that great output. Hmm. Plasmancer and Immortals, maybe? That's probably With the reroll enhancement, maybe? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Destroyer, they do, Destroyer they Lord do reasonably Destroyer is pretty up there as well, in terms of, like, annoying Nuki unit. Yeah. yeah. But is it but is it an annoying Nuki unit you can keep safe and then suddenly Illic and Ten Rangers. I know every other player under the sun loves that thing despite it sucking ass. It's so bad. Ten? Ten. I've seen ten. People are playing it with ten. They're playing it with ten. Maximizing his rerolls. I love how Anthony's door ten. is magically closing in the background. Like I didn't see anybody close it. It just closed itself. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I saw a glimpse of a nana. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sure Anna's back there fucking with the door. I just have been trying to like <laughs> stay focused. Yeah, people, you got to UKTC has has those big ruins. You can punching fire off the top of them. Oh God, mm -hmm. fuck no, Christ, why? Man, I won't. Lie I was to happy pretending that that rule just didn't exist. You can think... uh, the eliminator fire invading. They can get out to the top, plunging far down, and then reembark. Fuck you, <laughs> right? Because you can measure from the hull. Yeah, uh... <laughs> I, I was, I was just sent a replacement for my oops all uh, Tyranids thing, and now it's oops all Catan. So I'm gonna add that later on our Discord for everybody's nice. viewing pleasure. Nice. Also, Brian, I definitely want to play orcs now. I won't lie. There's a part of me that just wants to play them. It's a better life. I'm sure people are happier, but it's just trolling I've on seen Team USA. A lot of people running Ragnar and five assault intercessors nowadays. Yo, that unit's sick, it, but it's cool. No, that, that unit's is... infuriating to play into because it's five, it's six marine bodies that should just die, and then they never do. Not even that. <laughs> Ragnar pumps, dude. That guy slams. Yeah, to be fair, he's always slammed. Three two sustained hits, like four rolls to wound on an objective. Yeah, Cunt's got AP four and Lance and Gladius. He just, yeah. That guy's cool. Gonna be him, him and uh, him, him and Thirty Wolfen. 
It's just Lilith and five witches. That's what it is, right? Just think about how much fight and death that is on for the. <laughs> I'd rather not, actually. AP three on Tesla with Scissorass. This is like a first sentence. I think if you read this whole sentence out loud, it like undoes one of the apocalypse seals and gets us one closer. <laughs> All right, here, let me try. I'm, I'm fine with ending the world a little sooner. Uh, Alex Tao says, "I've been thinking about hypercrypt immortals able to get AP three on Tesla with Zeras plunging fire and Akinthrites." XD. The X the XD definitely awoken Beelzebub. I'm gonna yeah, that's, that's the line. <laughs> it it undid the seal. That's yeah, what did that's it. The XD just congrats. <laughs> one less. I own an Elder Army now as well, so that's definitely another seal. Like no, that's just real... that's just like one step closer to the Eternal God King of yeah, of WTC teams. I had I had somebody come up to me and was like, if we pair, I, I tried to pair you so I could why you you uh, Kiki, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad I, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> Whoever that was, <laughs> if you find the me at a tournament, made. yeah, I actually use the pack's been sealed or the pack's been made a bunch now because Tempe says it. Um, <laughs> Uh, somebody apparently is typing too loud. I don't know who it is. All of you, we'll... by the way. All yeah, three of you have loud keyboards and type frequently. Look, yeah. my wife likes mechanical keyboards. They are loud, and I apologize. We'll, we'll edit it out in post. And by we, no, I mean we Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeremy, keep up the lie. All right, I, like to, just... I like to imagine that Jeremy doesn't even edit the episodes. He just, like, ships them live and, like, charges us anyway. He's like, thanks. We don't listen to them. How would we know? <laughs> well, I would never know. It's, I just like to think that. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I'd I'd be I okay just so that we didn't so that I didn't have to we, none of us had to upload it to the website so it's funny. Reasonable. Michael Tempe is not involved in TVSA. Our... He's just a big part of my life. He's one of my friends. Right? Is that the last of it? Wind us out, Ines. Yeah, it's it's the la it's been the last of it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, everybody, for being with us for another episode of Sat Check. This has been episode 78, Catan Nerf This. We'll be back for episode 79 next week. Please do remember to check out the brand new episode, a brand new show of Kegel Commerce, which is coming this Thursday at 7.30 PST or your regional equivalent. Apologies to the UK people. Catch it up on the YouTube or the podcast feeds later. We're very much looking forward to seeing all those guys can break the network. Do check it out. Good luck if you're at a tournament this weekend, unless you're playing against one of us, which you won't be because I don't think any of us are tournaments this weekend. So smash it, unless you're playing Necrons, in which case you'll lose horribly. Have a great time. We'll catch you next week. Nathan. Bye bye. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com. Thank you.